Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. Tough day to appreciate you joining me on our chapter day journey, where we do a one-hit wonder this morning. The one and only chapter of the book of Jude, and it was verse 4a. <laughs> that resonated with me this morning. It says, For certain individuals whose condemnation was written about long ago have secretly slipped in among you. Today's podcast is entitled, People of the Lie. Wendy and I recently spent the evening with a young couple enjoying a leisurely dinner. Oh, so good. Followed by a casual conversation. And among the many topics of our conversation that evening was the current state of our culture and discourse in this world. A repeated phrase I heard that evening was, if I can paraphrase, if only people would just be kind to others. Yeah, I get it. Wendy and I later discussed this simple sentiment and the fact that no matter how much we desire such an elementary and obvious expectation of others, there have always been those who will not do so. There have always been those whose blind, self-centered, and self-gratifying nature mark them as M. Scott Peck named them, people of the lie. Now, today's chapter is an oft-forgotten one-hit wonder stuck at the end of the great story. Jude, most likely written by the half-brother of Jesus and brother of James, the leader of the followers of Jesus in Jerusalem, he pens this quick letter warning those fellow believers about people of the lie who had been worshiping among followers of the Jesus. In modern terms, the Urban Dictionary definition would be poser. <laughs> At least that would be a apt moniker. In those days, there were no church buildings. Followers of Jesus met together regularly in people's homes. Their potluck meals doubled as opportunities to worship and meet the needs of one another, and they would end with the sacrament of communion. Jesus' followers called them love feasts. So these people of the lie would join the fellowship. They would eat and drink to excess. They would take advantage of the generosity and then claim that if Jesus' grace increases to cover a multitude of sins, then it would only make sense to sin more so that there would be more of Jesus' grace produced. The thing I found fascinating as I read Jude's warning about these people of the lie is that he starts by providing historic examples of such characters from the great story itself, people like Cain and Balaam and Korah. He then provides metaphorical descriptions of the posers who had infiltrated the love feasts of the believers to whom he was penning this letter. He called them shepherds who only feed themselves and not the sheep. He called them clouds without rain, autumn trees with no fruit, untamed wild waves of the sea, wandering stars getting sucked into a black hole. Jude then ends with the apostles' warning that in the last times, these people of the lie would be everywhere, scoffing at truth, following their base appetites, and creating division among believers. In other words, 
Jude is saying, people of the lie have always been around. They were present among Jude and his contemporaries, and they will still be around in the end times. I couldn't help but notice that Jude's antidote to the people of the lie problem was not to create an inquisitorial committee to root out the evil. The answer was not to find these people, hold a trial, hang those found guilty. The things Jude admonished his fellow believers to do were intensely personal. Keep exercising and building up your own faith. Keep praying in the Spirit. Keep yourself in God's love. Be patient. Wait for Jesus' mercy. Be merciful to others. Save others through mercy and respect. And keep your own nose clean. So in the quiet this morning, I find myself circling back to our young friend's sincere desire for everyone to just be kind to one another. And balancing it with Jude's observation that people of the lie have always been a part of the mix in this world. They are part of the mix now. They will likely be an even bigger part of the mix when history reaches the final climactic chapters of the great story. This is a reality that I must always consider as I look around me and try to interpret the signs of the times. As for me, I'm just going to continue to take Jude's advice, press on in faith, hope, love, just another wayfaring stranger making his way home. I hope you have a great day wherever your journey finds you, my friend. Have a good one. We'll be back here tomorrow.